and we are back here with drew d what's happening oh not much man just living life working what's happened to... in like the week since i last saw you <laughs> yeah man just work work's been crazy that hurricane laura that came through has had everybody spread out working crazy hours so anyways hopefully this next hurricane that hits is it doesn't do the damage like what laura did it was terrible <laughs> knock on wood or if it picked that up <clears throat> all right so we needed to make a correction on our last session we were talking about two different things but before we get into that something big happened last week in the world of podcast and politics Someone, I don't remember. You remember the original tweet? Who that was? Um, I forget who it was. Joe, you talking about the Joe Rogan yeah, podcast thing? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I forgot who he had somebody on, and I guess he brought up the idea of having Trump and Biden sit down for like a four-hour session. You know, just I think it was before then. I think somebody randomly tweeted it. And okay. then Trump got on there and said, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Or who wants it? And he quote, unquote, I do. Well, Joe ended up talking about it, and he's, he seemed down for the idea, too. So what do you think about that? Three-hour, unedited, face-to-face, no special interest debate. I think that would be wonderful. I think everybody, you know, would definitely love to see it you know uh now is it gonna happen i don't know we'll see uh i don't think biden's commented on it yet well biden from what i understand it is he tried to get on the joe Rogan experience before after bernie done it and joe's like no i ain't gonna do that i ain't gonna i i got bernie on here because i was interested in what he's saying but now the the situation has changed. It's an actual presidential debate from the two top candidates. Joe said he was down, so I guess it rests on Biden's shoulders whether he can back it up or not. And I'd love to see it. I really would. <laughs> I think <laughs> it would definitely be interesting, that's for sure. <laughs> It'll be a good uh, experiment. You know, we at least try something else besides corporate TV with sponsorships and special interests and moderators that are possibly brought up oh absolutely <laughs> it, it would be so much better you know like like we talked about you know earlier in the podcast you know it's basically like a game show <laughs> now so yeah that yeah so yeah the if they went on the rogan on the joe rogan show that would be awesome i think you know rogan would ask some very good questions and you'd have some deep conversation you know even like during like the RNC debates or like the DNC debates, when you have 10 to 15 people up there at a time and they ask, you know, a complicated question and they only have, you know, 30, less than a minute to respond. You can't respond that way. You can't answer a question fully. So yeah, this, that would be, that would be way better. Maybe if it does happen, maybe that will set a presence for the future. You know, maybe we'll have more debates, you know, at like just, you know, a regular... Gorilla Radio. Exactly. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Do you think he should... Joe Rogan should monetize? Um, what do you mean exactly? Like, get paid 
from sponsorships to do it? Uh, or you think you should do it for free? Um, I, I don't know. I never, I never thought of that. Uh, I would, you know, my first things like for free to have nothing to influence them. But, you know, Joe's made, you know, he, he's obviously the biggest uh, podcaster that's out there. And he's probably made, I don't know, probably millions off of this. So yeah, I think it's the estimate of 190 million downloads a month. Yeah. Whatever that, that equals to. Plus the Spotify deal. Right. He could probably afford a freebie. Yeah. I think it would be a good gesture to... Or if he did monetize it. Either you know, way. Send it to charity or something. Yeah, Some yeah. Some celebrities do. Exactly. I, either way, I have enough, I guess, faith in Joe that he's not going to be biased. I mean, he's he's kind of your middle-of-the-road guy. He's going to... He's not going to take a side of either, of either side of it. You know, he's... If he's, he's going to call out bullshit, whether it's Joe or Trump, you know. I got faith in that as well, but there's still that underlying notion. Yeah. Somebody's going to bitch, and, you know, if Trump gets his ass hint to him, it's going to be on Fox News. Well, he was sponsored by this, and he was doing that. He got paid, you know. Yeah, they'll call Joe a, you know, a socialist lefty, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they already... <laughs> cut the chirping down a little bit yeah i agree with you i think you know joe could to not yeah you know to one or two freebies yeah absolutely it'll be interesting like i said uh even if it goes to shit at least we'd know because if he can't do it who could really because anybody else would you know it'd be like a the leftist show or rightist show Right. This is about as up the middle as we could probably get. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I, I totally agree. You know, Joe, he's he's uh fair and balanced. <laughs> as far as a human being. Right, being. right. Not the Fox News fair and balanced. Oh, <laughs> well, he's not perfect, but like I said, it's probably our best yeah. ex- chance at an experiment. All right. I guess we need to clear up our boo-boo. Alcohol may have been involved. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> it's a good time, though. Not a major one, but that was the problem. It wasn't a major thing. It was a simple thing. We screwed it up. But we were talking about how screwed up the uh, electoral college was. And we kind of implemented uh, the Democratic superdelegates into that, which... Makes sense how it can get confusing because it's basically the same crap. But I guess I want your opinion on both of those. Yeah, I guess uh, we can start with the delegates if you want. Uh, the super delegates? Are you just are you talking about just like the presidential? You no, know? the delegates for the okay the Democratic parties and whatnot. Yeah, um, I'm completely against super delegates and. Well, I'll just answer both of them. I'm completely against superdelegates, and I'm completely against delegates in general. You know, uh, I don't think if the if, if the people spoken, I don't think some delegates should be able to overrule what the people yeah. say. Which you know? the electoral, the actual college that votes in December, they're essentially delegates. Right. They're 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 the final. They had the final say. You know, I, I don't. 
think there should be any final. I think the final say should be the people. You know, should the buck should stop right there. You know. Yeah, it's. I'm not too familiar with the delegates and the democratic process. I'm. That shit's confusing. But as far as electors go, they kind of seem similar in what they're doing. They're just basically somebody that's a nobody that got picked to make the final vote. And their vote actually counts. It's kind of like we were talking about with, uh, you know, vetoes and executive orders. If the president has the power to make an executive order and a veto, everything we say is a suggestion. Right. And it kind of goes that way towards the electoral college. All our voting is a suggestion, but it really comes down to what they want in December. Yeah. They can not vote for their state's pick. And if I remember right, there was only 14 states even had laws forbidding that, but it was pretty much a slap on the wrist. And also something as simple as spelling somebody's name wrong can cost them votes. So there's, a chance for sabotage and claim stupidity in there. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, I, I I wonder. I I don't really know the history behind it. Have has it always been this way, or you know? Yeah, electoral college is old school. As but, far as but as I, far I as like see. you know, having the delegates having the final say. I guess it's always well. Been. Delegates were the party. There was no parties when this first started, so that's new. But as far as the electoral college process, as far as I could tell, that was always the case. I wonder what their reasoning behind that is. <laughs> <laughs> Probably like we talked about in the podcast, communication. It mm-hmm. was lacking back then, so you needed more of a, you know, a funneling effect to the final product, but. It's outdated now. It's very outdated. We have mass communication now, and we we don't need them because the electors are basically nobody. They're just you know some governor's brother's cousin, somebody that got picked to cast the final ballot. Right, right. Yeah, I I think you know the. I would say everybody in the United States or the overwhelming majority agree with us on this. You know, I think I just don't know. It's crazy how this isn't a bigger issue. You know, you don't really hear many people talking about this. You know, it got brought up um, back in 2016 when Bernie was going against Hillary because Bernie, he actually, I believe it was South Carolina. He won, I think almost every County in South Carolina but yet Hillary won. How, you know, so it, it it's definitely uh, corrupt, you know, for sure. And another thing, you know, speaking of uh, voting, that's that kind of has me kind of worried about this election. You know, early voting's already started here in a couple states. Uh, I saw in the news um, the other day uh, in Virginia, uh, you know, and you could, you could kind of tell who's, going to vote for Trump and who's voting for Biden just with the mask wearing, you know, you can kind of tell people's, <laughs> uh, yeah, you can kind of tell people's, uh, their, their political, uh, background with that. And it's uh, almost like red and blue bandanas. Uh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, you had several, uh, Trump, Trump supporters out there wearing no masks, you know, in front of the polling stations, you know, trying to intimidate, uh, voters, you know, which is, crazy you know because 
you know, a lot, a lot of, you know, a lot of people on the left, you know, they're, they're taking this, uh, virus more, more serious than the right, whether, whether you agree with the virus or not, you know, but they are. And I just think it's kind of, it's kind of shitty. You know, you live in a country that's supposed to, we're supposed to, uh, you know, be a democracy and you have other people trying to intimidate other voters just because they're going to vote a different way. You know, it's, and this is happening at the polls. Yes. Yes. That should be illegal and be arrested for that. Y- you would. Yeah. Um, you know, this year, you know, 2020 is crazy because normally, you know, yeah, you have people standing outside the polls, you know, supporting their candidate who they want to support, you know, having your Trump flags and your Trump signs or Biden signs, whatever. But, you know, these Trump, these Trump supporters, they're, they're out there supporting their candidate, but they're also out there trying to intimidate other voters, you know? And I just think, you know, if you really believe in democracy in this country, that's pretty shitty, you know? Some of my family, they, uh, they volunteered to run the polls up here during an election. I was in there one day, and somebody was in there politicking for Trump, and my family shut that down. It's like no politicking in the in the booth. Mm-hmm. So I would figure that would cover the grounds too. There should be a you shouldn't be getting harassed for voting. That's no. a that was a what was that gang? That's some gangs in New York shit. Yeah, it really is. It's crazy. Um, another thing that I was getting at that, you know, which mark my words, um, during the, during election night between Trump and Biden, Trump's going to be ahead. He's going to be ahead by a lot, you know, because most, most of your democratic voters, they're going to mail in use mail-in ballots. Those, that mail-in ballot process takes a hell of a lot longer. So it's going to show Trump leading in a lot of places. And Trump's going to try to, Trump's going to try to call it. Just watch. He's going to try to call it, and then if Biden actually winds up winning a week later, once all the votes come in, he's going to say it's rigged. Oh, you know? yeah. It, th- he's going to, if he loses, he's going to blame this mail-in system, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. Either one of them, actually. The loser of this is going to blame the mail-in ballot process. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, if Biden loses, we'll hear, you know, Russia, you know, Russia interfered, <laughs> you know. <laughs> So, it's definitely going to be a shit show. That's for sure. Yeah, and the game show continues. Yep. <laughs> but well, you want to talk about an alternative to the electoral college, the actual college? Yeah. What you got? Uh, I'm asking you. Oh, asking me. <laughs> uh. You know, one alternative. You think just cutting the last part out completely would help it? Yeah, I think it, I that think it was. All we need to do? Just one person, one vote. You know, I think that's a that's an alternative that the majority of the American people want. You know, a lot, a lot. It's it's polled that. You know, I think it's like at sixty something percent, sixty or close to seventy percent of the American people actually want one person, one vote. You know, and I, and I get I get both sides of the argument. You know, but well, like a popular, yeah, just a straight up popular straight vote, pop- just one person, one vote. Yeah, the problem though, the argument with that is, uh, <laughs> then the bigger states, 
with the most populous people will get pandered to. Yeah. Kind of like they already do, but California, Texas, New York, people like us in the middle, we get screwed either way. Yeah. Whether it's electoral college where you give small states more of a voice or a popular vote that gives the bigger states all the voice. The majority of the Midwest is screwed. Well, with uh, with one person, one vote, you know, the I guess the counter to that would be, you know, and take California, for example. I think Trump had four million voters that voted for him there. So their votes would count for Trump. You know, it. I see both sides of the. I really do see both sides of the argument, you know, but. You know, those 4 million people who voted for Trump in California, their voice would be heard. And just, you know, just doing a straight up popular vote. But then people like in Colorado get completely ignored. Yeah. A lot of the Midwest, that's mostly desolate area. The populace there isn't that great. So if you're going by a popular vote, the Midwest is pretty much last in line. True. But, you know, one thing that does eliminate, too, is, you know, your swing states, you know, like if you have to you have to win the majority of, you know, the Rust Belt, like Ohio, Pennsylvania, Florida. It's just a handful of states that you really got to win, you know, with the system that we have now. That's why I was down with the uh, one state, one vote is winner take all one vote instead of uh, winner take all of the electoral votes, which every state has a different amount which gives you a game plan of which ones to take so if you go one one everybody's equal and it's the majority it's, it, it's popular vote on the one vote yeah uh, i see that uh, but you know you're gonna have the counter argument well state like arkansas has one vote but yet a state with you know 10 more million people has the same vote you know it, it it's tricky it's it really is i don't i don't know if there's a perfect system you know i think the you know, i think we touched on it a little bit uh earlier in the podcast talking about uh ranked choice voting yeah where you don't have to just pick one person you you know you literally rank your uh people who you want to vote for in order um and i think i think that's a good thing to look into a lot of countries adopted that and apparently a lot of uh, a lot of people are happy with it I'd be willing to try something different because I think the electoral is fucked because like you said the majority of the people don't get what they want like Hillary won the popular vote but lost the electoral vote which the electoral vote was the actual college in December mm-hmm. not the people so right that's screwy it, it needs a revamping of what? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I like like you said, like you know, you had a good idea with the you know, with the one one vote for one state, you know, but you're gonna have counter arguments to it as well. I guess you're gonna have a counter argument to any system, but I think we could definitely improve upon something that we got. It might not be perfect, but I think it would be better. Or do away with presidency. Yeah. That'll work. Yeah. Make it a a board, maybe a representative from each state, and the state gets to vote for the representative. True. Um, 
I guess, yeah, I guess we could do it that way. You know, uh, as far as like the whole commander in chief side of things, maybe like the top general would be the commander in chief. I'm not, I don't know if I want a general of the army. Yeah, 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 you're kind of right. Yeah, I agree. I, Maybe I some that. Castro shit. You know? Yeah. I don't think the military should. No, we'll be under martial law in like two hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, scratch that idea. <laughs> I could see that working. It, each state had a voice at the White House instead of one person. Because now we're getting to the realm of like better understanding our brains with neuroscience going and you know we're scared of biting because we think these legitimately going senile oh Dude, absolutely is it okay for the top of the pyramid to have a mental condition you definitely need like more points of views and more brick walls to things instead of somebody able to just do whatever they want i agree um speaking of biden losing his mind You'll notice, even with Trump as well, those guys, they're on something. When, when they get in those debates, you could tell, like with Biden in like the first, D, the first, I think like two DNC debates, you know, he was slow, you know, just tripping over his words. But when he had that debate with Bernie, he actually debated pretty well. He was a lot more sharper. They're they're definitely giving him something, some Adderall or <laughs> Coke. Some Coke, yeah. Well, that's the thing with Trump. You notice uh, in a lot of his um, in his uh, rallies, he'll get the sniffles. If you watch, <laughs> if you watch, he he's definitely. I, I don't know if it's Coke, but it's something. It, it's Vivance, Adderall. It, it it's something to stimulate. To stimulate his mind a little bit. Well, like we were talking last time, people would, you know, white America would shit themselves that they actually knew how many people in the workforce and that are building this country are geeked out. Oh, yeah. Like us being, you know, small town, blue collar construction guys. We come from that world and whoo, people you wouldn't even imagine being tweakers or tweakers. Oh, absolutely. It's, <laughs> I mean, Promise even wrote a song about it. These damn blue collar tweakers, they're the backbone of this town. Yep. <laughs> it, 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 it's true, man. Like, everybody's on it, man. A, a lot of them. A lot of these politicians are too. They, they, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that's the trope the cokeheaded lawyer, the cokeheaded politician. I mean, and honestly, Biden needs it. <laughs> if, he, <laughs> if, he wants to, if he wants to stand a chance, uh, you know, he against somebody like Trump, you know, Trump's actually, I got to give credit where credit's due. He's, he's a lot more fast on his feet. He's a lot more witty. And if Biden just goes in there, just, you know, just goes in there, just lollygagging around and not having some kind of stimulant to help him. It's it's gonna be bad. <laughs> Coked up politicians, the answer of the future. Pretty much, man. The, the well, these well, both of both of them are ancient. You know, I think this Trump Trump was the oldest president. I think that was inaugurated. I could be wrong on that. You could fact check me, but I'm pretty sure he was. He's in his seventies when he first got elected. I have no idea about that. But I think, yeah, I, that's another problem with this country. Somebody young can't even 
afford to run. It's these already established people that have the money and and that's clout, why, pretty much. And that's why Biden got it. You know, he was established. He's been a career politician. You know, and they propped him up. Bush has come from Texas money. Yep, came from that oil money. Mm. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. It, it's going to be fun. People on Facebook and shit, it's going to be fucking pissed off, arguing. Hopefully hopefully these riots calm down a little bit. Oh, <laughs> uh, if they're rioting now over this, I can't even imagine what it's going to be like after the election. That, that's what I'm really nervous about. You know, especially... Now that they see the cops really ain't going to do shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... And if it... In Trump's America, you know, it even happened, I think, in Portland and a couple other cities, you know. He had... I don't know what... They weren't cops. They were just federal officers of some sort. And they weren't... They were just coming in in unmarked vans... They, they didn't have a uniform on, and they would literally throw people in vans and arrest them. You know, and that that's kind of scary to me, too, as well. That well, sounds, yeah, that one sounds like a dictatorship. Shot, <clears throat> you would have been prosecuted, but if you're an unmarked, and that's like a cop pulling you over when they're off duty, and you shoot them. And it's, you didn't identify yourself, homie. Sorry. Right. It, it's scary. It's sorry, not sorry. Which I ain't got shit against cops, but whenever they're used like that, like a militia, yeah. That's I, what, I, it, exactly. I'd that's what it's, yeah, uh, you don't know who they are. <laughs> you have no idea who those dudes are running up on you. That could be anybody during a riot. Absolutely. That's the point of marked cars and uniforms and identifying yourself on the scene. Actually, there was a guy, a cop, that was just arrested, and I think he might have got prosecuted. He went on a scene without identifying himself and shot somebody and killed him because they had a gun shooting back, or had a gun. Oh, wow. If hmm. I remember the story correct, the front door of this woman's house was open, so the neighbor called the cops thinking something happened. Well, the cops got there, and the cop immediately he went around the back with his gun drawn and never identified himself and he looked in the window and she had a gun and he shot through the window and killed her wow and i think it was a grandmother at home with her grandkid yeah i think i remember hearing about that story that's that's crazy it's really unfortunate that that happened you know it, I, i'm i'm right there with you you know if you're if you're you know in law enforcement you need to definitely identify yourself you shouldn't just be just rolling through the streets just like some random random dude because you don't know who the fuck they are yeah i've always heard i don't know if it's true but i've always been told that if like a state trooper pulls you over without their hat on that you can get out of it because they're out of uniform <laughs> wow <laughs> that's crazy I, I mean i wouldn't be surprised I mean, shit like that yeah. exists for a, re a reason. Back in the 90s, what do we have? What was he called? Uh, the Blue Light Rapist? You old enough to remember that? Um, I don't know if I recall that. Yeah, in the 90s, there was this guy. He was rolling around with blue lights in his dash, pulling women over and raping them. Holy shit. That's insane. <laughs> That's crazy. I guess, I guess they caught the guy. <laughs> yeah, I think they finally got him. But, uh... Yeah, and there are also counties in this country that are 
uh, making their cars less cop-like, I guess, making them more civilian. And people are in uproar about it because of that. Because in other countries, you look at a cop car, it looks like a fucking rave party on wheels, you know? Mm-hmm. It's all kinds of color, bright colors, greens, yellows, all kinds, big light. You know it's a cop, but here in America, where it seems like we're going with neutral colors and not as many lights, kind of incognito to feed that uh, fine machine yep raise that's that, not good because that's that when you get some going. officers shot oh for sure yeah i i think that we definitely need we don't need to defund the police but we need some reforms that's for sure oh yeah we can, <laughs> a whole podcast can be on police and reform yes for sure like but, that's a whole other rabbit hole we can go down <laughs> hell yeah all right uh, we corrected ourselves Talked about the new thing going down with Joe. Even bullshit a little. Not bad. Yeah. Man, it's been fun, man. We ought to do it again sometime. Yeah. We're already at 30 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Time flies. (laughs) It does on these things, man. All right. We are out. All right. Peace.